Welcome everybody to episode 8 of VUP, the Very Unimportant People podcast. The podcast where we give you opinions that no one asked for on topics that likely nobody cares about. Are these opinions going to change the world? Probably not. Are we going to continue to say them anyways? You bet we will. And before you even think about making fun of us, don't worry, we've got you. We're here to make fun of ourselves so you don't have to. Each week, we'll present an opinion or a few opinions, and we'll either fight each other about it, or we're going to pretend we're fighting you about it. So whether we agree or disagree, there will always be a fight. We feel that the world has gotten a little too serious, a little too sensitive, and has forgotten what opinions you can actually fight about. So we're here to remind you. My name is Lydia, and this week I played Pokemon Go. And I'm Courtney, and I have six antique chairs in my living room. Wow. <laughs> New hobby, huh? New hobby, yeah, 100%. But before we jump into that, uh, we just wanted to say thank you this week to Ketty for providing the music for our intro and our outro. We absolutely yeah. love it. Thank you so much. It's my new favorite song, Red Light. Oh my god, it's so good. The first time I heard it, the guitar, it had me good. And then I heard the first line and oh, just so amazing. Do you ever hear those songs where the first line you're just like, yep, that's my shit. That's how I felt about this song. Like it was just incredible. A hundred percent. Like I'm not gonna lie. I might have shed a little tear the first time I heard this song. It's so beautiful. Courtney got emotional. I really did get emotional. It's yeah, it's really lovely. So I hope you guys head over to his Instagram, um, which is Kai, so that's K-A-I underscore (laughs) Ketty, which is K-E-H-D-I. So that's his Instagram. You can also find him on Spotify. Please check him out on Spotify. He is so talented. And not only that, but the album art is also really good. So if you're looking for inspiration, (laughs) it's really cool. (laughs) Opposite of Lord's Green Light. I think that just as good. Um, So yeah, you can check out our description box (laughs) if you forget any of that information. We're going to have all of the links there for you guys. But please, please, please go check it out. Thanks, Ketty. Thanks, Ketty. Okay, everyone. Now is the time of the podcast when we talk about our results from the poll. So last week, we talked about how golf is not a sport. (laughs) It shouldn't be considered a sport in the Olympics. And we talked about microchipping and how it might actually be kind of cool and convenient. So the first question that I asked on Instagram was, do you think golf should be in the Olympics? Simple question, effective answer. 92% of people said no. Thank you for listening to the podcast. (laughs) We know, we know you heard, we know you know the, the, everything, all the tea. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, landslide. The next question, would you get a microchip if there was no GPS tracking? That was Courtney's point at the end of it. She was like, I would be down if like I knew I wasn't going to be tracked or traced anywhere. Yeah, just for like convenience factor of yeah. things was really the selling point on that one. Totally. It was awesome. But still, 69% of you said no thank you to the microchip i'm good with my money and my cards and i'm good with getting switched at the funeral home and i'm good with maybe being switched as a baby and maybe having my kids switched as a baby and you know i'm good with being unconscious on the street and no one knowing if i have any allergies or any pre-existing medical conditions and then they just try to shock me back to life but it actually ends up killing me even more so (laughs) so i guess you consent to all that then (laughs) don't ever complain Ever. Don't ever complain about any of those circumstances. Don't complain to me if your baby gets mixed up. Okay? Yeah, don't, don't come for us. <laughs> we gave you the solution. We did. And you decided not to it. take it. So You decided at birth, my child is going to be just randomized. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one I get. <laughs> that was your choice. Remember that. <laughs> um, 31% of you said yes, though. So, I mean... Yeah, there's Same. so many convenience factors to it, guys. Come on. Really think about it critically. 
<laughs> Anyways, thanks for participating and um, tune into our Instagram at very.unimportant.people on Tuesday for your next poll. And please participate because we love it. We think it's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> and they're honestly fun questions. It's really easy to answer. Yeah. It's a real cl- quick click. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the podcast. So why did you um, decide to play Pokemon Go this week? Oh, huh? okay. Well, I I couldn't think of anything to say. So to be completely honest, I've been playing Pokemon Go for about a year now. <laughs> but today I actually played it for the first time with friends, with like virtual friends. And mm. you can fight like uh, boss Pokemon together, basically. And they were just like, yeah, come into this cool boss fight and get one of these Pokemon. It's a legendary Pokemon. And it's one of my favorites because I have a McDonald's toy from it. And like, I love it so much. And I tried to get it and I fought three battles and every single one of my Pokemon in my entire fucking dictionary of Pokemon died. (laughs) Because it's so powerful. (laughs) So I basically got shit on by Pokemon Go today. I didn't even know. Four people in the party, in this raid party, and we couldn't beat it. I had no idea that it was even, like, still alive. I didn't even know, like, I didn't know you could still download it, that you could still find Pokemon on it. That was, like, five years ago. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really long time ago. I know. You're a little bit late to the train. Did you play it originally in 2016? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. And I I was there when, like, it was two o'clock in the morning and, like, the park is filled with people and they're like, Snorlax is that way. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. And you're, like, running for it and shit like that. That was such a weird time. It was such a weird time. The world has never come together like that since then, though. That's true. That's true. It was just. Was it a weird time? Nah, it wasn't weird. It was beautiful. It was weird. As someone who, like, didn't play it, it was very weird to, like, (laughs) sit in the park. I I remember, like, I think it was on a date, and we were, like, sitting in the park. Oh, my God, that's funny. Like, everyone around us, it was like we were alone, but the park was full because nobody around us were, like, in the real world. Everybody was on Pokemon Go chasing things that we couldn't see, and it was just, like, the strangest thing to watch so cool that's such an interesting perspective Mm -hmm. it's like it's like the epitome of like there's so many people but we're so alone in a crowd a hundred percent a hundred percent like we could have been doing anything and no one would have noticed because wow (laughs) that's funny they're rebranding themselves well they're trying to rebrand a little bit with like more like challenges and stuff because people played it for two months because that's as much as you could have played the game there was nothing more there was no missions there was no is that goals. why it, it, it died just, out like, so catch quick? Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They weren't ready for the hype. They were not ready at all. And like the ads that they had for Pokemon Go far outweighed the product. <laughs> so it was hard for them to keep up with that and like have the disappointment and shit like that. So now this year they just released an ad maybe like a couple months ago. They were just like, Pokemon Go is just as good as it was in 2016. We're still around. <laughs> Like, we're even better. Honestly, <laughs> though, it's, it. it's, like, a good time to do it during quarantine because people are looking for, like, weird stuff to do that'll get them out of the house that's, like, still yeah. allowed. So I feel like they're going to be successful with this rebranding. It's a good time. I think so, too. There's still time to rebrand. And, like, it forces you to go for walks because you need to, like, walk to hatch eggs and, like, all this stuff. So it's a, yeah, it's good. It's a good time. <laughs> Tell Sorry. me about your chair about your chair business i i don't know guys i i have six that's a lot (laughs) okay i have such an issue with this i watched one tiktok one tiktok where this girl was like oh i found like a free dresser online and i sanded it and i sold it for 150 dollars and i was like i could do that (laughs) i could totally do that taking it to the next level 100 percent. and then (laughs) I found a lady on Facebook Marketplace who was giving away a bunch of chairs for free. And I was like, hell yeah, I can do six chairs. So I, <laughs> like, literally within 24 hours, I had them loaded into the back of the car. And now oh I just God. have six antique chairs, and I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, and you also you have to... sandpaper? Yeah, so I started one. That's good. But the problem is, is that you have to, like, spend money to refinish chairs and then you don't know 100% if you're gonna like make back that money so I'm kind of at a standstill where I'm like (laughs) I don't know if I can justify spending the money to Mm. refinish these chairs but 
I also have six chairs <laughs> that I have. Worst comes for. to worst, you give them away for free on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> to the next person. Maybe that's where yeah. she got them. She like Probably. thought she was gonna do a project and then realized she couldn't. So we'll see what that's happens. So fun. Yeah, I don't think you need to sand them. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think you need to actually sand them. I think you can just take some acrylic paint, paint it, and then put a glaze on it or something like that and call it a day. Mm. Maybe. Could be a cute aesthetic. Just paint it white or something. Unless, are you planning to, like, stain them? Like, why do you need to sand them? Yeah, you have to, like, restain oh, okay. them to, like, refinish them, I think. Fuck. <laughs> where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you guys know where I'm at next week. And it's also, like, I already have so much on my plate. Like, yeah. I did not need to take on this project for any reason <laughs> but i was like i could do that and now i'm doing it apparently every week we delve deeper and deeper into the quarter life crisis <laughs> how are the rocks you still oh, they're good rocks? yeah i'm still collecting rocks that's good 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 yeah good. happy for yeah. you thanks thanks <laughs> i wish i just stuck with that but we're in this now You're... you should have bought a tumbler instead of six vintage chairs I didn't buy them though; they were free. So. Oh right, right. And right. my cats really oh, okay. like them. So if anything, oh yeah, <laughs> that's so cute, actually. Yeah, I'm like schlepping on them. So oh schleppy, yeah. <laughs> that's adorable. Well, congrats. <clears throat> Thanks. We hope that endeavor goes well for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Me too. Guys, if you subscribe to our Patreon, Courtney will send you a chair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't though. I won't Do unless it you pay you'll for get it. A chair, a if... vintage chair that's been refinished by an amateur. It's worth every penny. Yeah, but you will Do get it. it for like a hundred dollars because <laughs> for free you'll no. get a chair. <laughs> so wait a second. Do you have to reupholster your other chairs, Courtney? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They won't be that hard though. They won't be that hard. Okay. The Where one going to get the staples. I have a staple gun. So the one uh, Oh. <laughs> I made that off. investment already. Um mm. one of them is going to be a, like a little bit challenging and that's the one that's currently um disassembled and I've already torn off all the old fabric, so I kind of have to finish that one and bought new yeah. fabric for it. Um but oh the God, other right? ones are going to be super easy, I think, cuz it's just like they're like more like dining chairs. So it's just mm-hmm. the seat that needs to be redone. Yeah. So those ones will be easier, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sounds fun, guys. <laughs> guys, remember, Patreon free chair. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I hate myself. Oh, my God. I just realized I could have said I'm drying flowers. That's so much more interesting. You're drying flowers? That's cute. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked see. some fresh orchids and... um. Like from got, your orchid plant? Um, yeah, yeah, from okay. my orchid plant. And then my amaryllis, I just did it today, and I put it down. But it's a really big, thick boy plant, mm. so yeah, I don't know how that one's gonna work out. But to be honest, I checked on them today. I would show you, but I checked on them today, and they're still extremely wet. So oh, I don't okay. know if the parchment paper is taking the moisture out. Like I don't know mm. how that works. But apparently, if you iron them, then it like dries them somehow. aren't you supposed to do it with tissue paper yeah you know what i did read that after i did it in parchment paper and i have <laughs> tissue paper right okay, <laughs> yeah because parchment paper it. is like covered in wax so it's not going to absorb any of the moisture yeah essentially yeah okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. yep, you're really caught up you know that okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just a quick google search and i was like fuck i fucked up <laughs> all right should we jump into opinions I think it's you first this week. Oh, great. Okay. This week, you guys, I have beef. I have some really thick beef. I got a fucking raw piece of ribs sitting on the table, ready to be served. It's not right. It's not wrong, but it's definitely right. And my beef is with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, no. You annoying piece of poo. (laughs) I can't stand him i don't know what it is but i he's just okay first of all let me lay down that i really do like hamilton 
or I know almost all of the words to like every single song. I really enjoy it and I will get through it. But I have to like, I have to get into a different frame of mind in order to enjoy Hamilton. Because if I get into my own frame of mind, like I, I physically have to enter my body to enjoy Hamilton, but then I have to exit it and like become like, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. But he's you have to so enter. Annoying. You have to enter your body to listen to it. Like, are you normally outside of your body, or? Um. <laughs> I yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's how I live my life in third person perspective. <laughs> Just consistently outside of my body. Okay. <laughs> the point is, I need to like mentally prepare myself, okay, and get into a different mind state in order to listen to Hamilton but when I do I really enjoy it I have a really good time like me and Courtney jam to Hamilton it's our go-to like it's a lot of fun but I think his voice is really annoying I think he's very arrogant and I think that he displays a lot of false modesty in a lot of his interviews and appearances and whatever else is going on in his life okay he just irks me as a person so I um I did some reading classically and I found out that this opinion is not held widely by a lot of people and in fact people get very mad at you if you say that you dislike Lin-Manuel Miranda because he created such a masterpiece you know which like I agree it's a really really good masterpiece but you really you really had to go there where you created this beautiful musical and you were like, okay, I wrote it, and now I'm also going to star in it. And now, as if that wasn't far enough, I'm also going to direct it. So you all have to do what the star of the show said. Oh my god, Courtney, we used to be this... in theater together. I can't even imagine the hell that that was. Honestly, though, honestly, though <laughs> this is one of my favorite things about him. I think he's hilarious. Like I can, no. <laughs> I can understand how he could be an annoying person. Like I don't think I would be like best friends with him kind of thing, but I really admire him. And I think it's so funny that he not only wrote the musical, but starred in the musical and directed the musical. Like all the time in my head, I play like the rehearsals and what that must have looked like. Just like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm just like, like running back awful. and forth between like acting and directing. And <laughs> and then he's like, also, I need to change this line. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's so funny. I hate it. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. I thought it was so annoying. And uh, um, I think his voice isn't the strongest as well. I, I have some beef with the way he sings. I find it very whiny at times, nasally, might I say. I am also not a singer, so I can't really put a lot of judgment on it. But, you know, I know what's pleasing to my ear. And his voice sometimes is not... Let me give you an example. This is me saying, I am not throwing away my shot. This is Lin-Manuel Miranda saying, <laughs> I am not throwing away my shot! <laughs> Thank you for coming to that live reenactment, <laughs> okay? But you get the difference. Like, why does he do that with his words? Like, why does he be like, I like, it's so, it's so strange. Like, I get it. He's trying to string together, like, this rhyme that he made with some sort of, like, rhyming syllables or something like that. But I just don't really think it was necessary. I think that a lot of um, critics, like, theater critics, had a lot to say about this, too, because they said that when they watched the Disney version... Um, a lot of people thought that his performance was far outshined by everybody else on stage and that everybody else carried the musical, absolutely carried it, which, I mean, I completely agree. Like, whenever he came on stage, I was like, fucking not this again. Like, not this guy. Like, come on, get off the stage. And, like, he would, like, do his little rappy rap and, like, his flow just wasn't there. His voice just couldn't hit it. And then in the last scene, he had this, like, he has this monologue. You know the monologue where he's like, I imagine just so much. It feels more like a memory. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just cringed the entire way through it. I didn't have a good time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, it, I didn't enjoy it. Also, another thing. Um... He cast everybody else as, like, as a multicultural cast, except for himself. Like, he really was, like, 
Fuck you all. Like, I, I, I'm trying to do this, Isn't he but... Puerto Rican, though? Isn't he himself? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure no he idea. is. He's, like, okay, really well, involved he's white with, um, like, Puerto Rican activism. Oh, okay. Good for him. No, no, no. I think maybe he just has roots in Puerto Rico. He was born in Washington. Oh, in New York, yeah, sorry. In New York. In Washington in New, York. in New York. I don't really get America. What the fuck? How many Washingtons are there? There's a lot. <laughs> Why? A lot. I think. Everyone just loves I think Washington. Like two or three. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Anyways. But yeah, I mean, like, he, he couldn't. He, he did such a good job being, like, this multiculturalist and having, like, all these different like um ethnicities in the show and then he was like except me (laughs) like i it just feels so fake like it's like he just did so much for appearances and then himself he couldn't he just couldn't do it he just couldn't give away this role to someone someone else who was also deserving of it it yeah it just didn't really sit right with me it just it looked like it was all for false appearances pretty much honestly Okay. I think that, like, one, I don't think he anticipated Hamilton becoming the hit that it actually was. Because I know that Mm. he's written a few other shows and they weren't big at all. Yeah. So I wonder if he went into Hamilton with that mindset that, like, he was going to have to, like, fund the show and they were just going to have to scrape by. And, like, maybe that kind of went behind the mindset of him starring in the show and directing it kind of thing. More like a resource thing. Um, And then maybe when it got big, he just, like, couldn't let go of his baby or, like, was still in that mindset. I don't really know. But I also think that, like, a lot of brilliant minds just generally in society are, like, really quirky and weird people. That's just, like, a general thing. And I think he's one of them. I think, Mm -hmm. like, I do agree Mm -hmm. that he can be a little bit, like, annoying and he makes, like, weird choices. And he's always, like, kind of, like, smirking (laughs) a little bit. Like, he's better than you almost yeah i honestly i think it's just because he's like this brilliant mind yeah and he's just like a little bit of a quirky person and i love quirky people so i really like him yeah i think he's a lot of fun and i think he's just like a really funny person yeah his stage presence is good he's funny ish i guess (laughs) and like i also 100 percent agree with you that the rest of the cast completely outshone him but like he wrote it like it doesn't really matter like they're Mm -hmm. outshining him with something that he created so in part it's still his success and like he cast those people too because he's the director so if you're acknowledging (sighs) the fact that they outshone him he (laughs) made the decision to cast people that would outshine him maybe that was like a director's choice where alexander hamilton is like this scrappy dude and like you know, a lot of his work went unnoticed, so he made the rest of the cast that much better than him because it was a direct relation onto history or something like that. Like, if he was really, like, if he was really a narcissist, he would have cast people who were a lot worse than him, I think, just so yeah. that he would know that he was the best, that he could, like, write this show direct in it star in it and have the best performance but i think Mm -hmm. he really cared about the musical outside of like his own ego and that's why he cast really good people but i mean i think it's okay to like want to be a part of something that you create yeah yeah it is like if you spend so many years writing this thing (laughs) like i kind of get that he wants to be in it as an actor too like it would be different if he was just a writer and had never acted before, but he's been acting on Broadway for a really long time. So if he writes this amazing Broadway show, he's obviously going to want to be part of it. Yeah. I mean, I would want to be a part of it too in any way possible. I'd be like, this is so cool. Like I made it this far. And I feel like a lot of directors too don't really get the recognition for the shows that they put on. 100%. Like Wicked, who knows who that was directed by? Who knows who that was written by? <laughs> like, we just know Idina Mazel, who was, like, the lead um, singer in it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. He's still annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is a little annoying, but Most it of makes my me, beef was, it like, makes a me little smile a little bit when he's annoying. Aww, just because I'm like, that's, lol, he's hilarious. I love that yeah, he did that yeah. for himself. Yeah, he's so He's really strange. thinking big. Really thinking <laughs> big. I know he is. He's like you and me, dude. We Ooh, created, right. starred in our own podcast, are the creative directors for our own podcast, are the CEOs <laughs> of our own podcast. And we do be quirky. <laughs> and we do be quirky. 
not everyone's gonna like us <laughs> but <laughs> you're right you're right um I mean good for him like I'm I'm really proud of him like he definitely deserves the success mm-hmm. I like he he worked really hard you're right like he he's done a lot you know for I don't know like musical theater in general like I'm pretty sure theater was is still on its way out of mainstream society and he kind of brought it back and kind of created this cult following and showed people that musical theater can be really cool and you can actually enjoy it and all this stuff which is really great I'm you know I'm really happy he did that but that's that's about as far as my admiration for him goes (laughs) like I feel like I would be a lot more angry at him if he was already successful when he wrote Hamilton. Yeah. You know? Like, if he was already famous or, like... In my head, I'm picturing, like, if Kanye and Kim's kid wrote a musical for them to star in, I'd be like, you didn't need to do that. Oh, okay. You know? You're already a star. People already know you. You already have a lot of money. Like, you've already had fame. Yeah. You could just write in it or star in it. But I feel like since he didn't already have the fame... Mm Mm-hmm. I find it a little bit more okay that he, like, wrote it and starred in it. Because I, I feel so. like he deserved that because he worked really hard Yeah, he to, like, make really that a big thing. A and then, time. again, as an actor, if your show gets on Broadway, you're going to want to act in the Broadway show mm. because mm-hmm. you've been a starving actor for so long. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of respect him. But I agree with you. He is a little annoying. He is, right? I mean, I agree with you, too. Like, I'm starting to feel a little pity for him now. So, thank you for that. <laughs> But I, I still just can't let go of it. <laughs> I still can't let go of it. Uh, I have a quick fun fact. Mm-hmm. $75 million. That is how much money Disney Plus paid to get Hamilton on their Amazing. streaming site. A lot of fucking money. A lot of money. Here's I a question know. for you. Yeah. How did you feel? You went to go see the Toronto one, right? Yes, yes. How did you feel about that? Because it wasn't him starring in it. Was I it a better it. experience for you? Yeah, or was I, it, it was so enjoyable. Like, <laughs> it was so amazing I was really really happy like the first the first three seconds like when it kind of started because it's obviously like very musical theatery like I am Alexander Hamilton like you really like wow it's very much musical theater which I love um the first Mm -hmm. like maybe five seconds I was like cringing because I was preparing for the cringe of listening to my boy Lynn but instead I was just brought with absolute glory to my ears i was just i was very happy i felt like i could appreciate it even more with like these other actors and these other people who are very talented and it was yeah it kind of showed me that it it could be still good even if he didn't uh write direct and star in it you know like it still would have been a successful musical obviously it's a story of triumph for him but it still would have been very successful and really, really well done if people outside of himself had starred in it, which was proven by the Toronto show and the many other shows that happened because it it was it went worldwide. It went on tour pretty much like solid. What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Right. I thought it was really well done. It was a good time. Um, and the lighting design. Amazing. <laughs> I was actually surprised because I thought that me only having listened to the music to like the soundtrack there was a bunch of stuff that i was missing like dialogue that i was missing yes and i was really surprised when the whole thing was music like i know that there are some musicals like that like les mis is all music but for some reason i didn't expect hamilton to have no dialogue and to only have song so i was really surprised and like a little ashamed that i had already heard yeah the whole musical and like didn't really understand the story <laughs> yeah literally i was, I was like, waiting so i missed to go nothing see it. yeah i was like it'll make sense when i see it it'll make sense when i see it it didn't <laughs> it made and a little bit more sense for like four years yeah. before we went to go see it and we and we didn't understand the story we were still like who's, who's this guy again like how, I, how does how does that work I don't know. We're like, ah, once I see it in in real life, it'll all make sense. And then it just continued to not make sense. (laughs) The visual of having the actors do their actual thing that they're saying in the songs, I think, helped a lot. Because for a long time, I was very unsure of who actually killed Alexander Hamilton. Like, for longer than I'm happy to admit. (laughs) I mean, the person who shot Alexander Hamilton, like, the thing is, is that Hamilton is history, right? Like, it's not a made-up story. So that is definitely something that you could have just... Googled. Googled really quickly. 
Yeah, it, it could have been, but I just let myself keep living with that lie. I think I just didn't care enough to look it up. I was like, yeah, he dies. That's fair. <laughs> you know who I, okay, you know who I thought was really annoying who? in the Toronto show? I didn't like Eliza. Oh, yeah, me neither. I didn't think she was very strong. Yeah. Her voice wasn't too strong. And she is such a strong character, like, yeah. in the original soundtrack in, in the, like, Disney New York Broadway version. Such a strong character and such a strong voice. And I was just so disappointed. I didn't think she was that strong. And she kind of sang things weird. Yeah. Like, she, she, like, put the emphasis on, like, the wrong syllables. Or I don't, I don't know exactly how to explain <laughs> it. But it just, like, felt wrong. Listening yeah. to it as somebody who knew the songs, I didn't, yeah, it just made me uncomfy. I get that. I think sometimes they try to make choices to, like, make it more different than the one that you would see in New York or something like that, just to give it some variety, some uniquity, I guess. But Hamilton isn't really structured like that. You have no, to kind not... of do it exactly how it's how it's done. It's not Shakespeare. Like, you can't interpret mm-hmm. some things and, like, try to skip this line there's, or something. Like <laughs> There's no one that paid however many dollars to go see the Toronto show to see something different than was on Broadway. Yeah. Everybody went there to see exactly what was on Broadway, minus yeah. the cast, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but the rest of it was great. I think King, the King was freaking amazing. He was better than the Disney oh Plus version. Oh my god, version. so good. Like, so, good. so yeah, much the better Toronto than King? Disney. Yeah, mm, absolutely fire. Like, oh my god, he was too funny. I don't even remember what he did, but he was just much more flamboyant than the Disney Plus version, which was just kind of boring. Like, I don't think that... I think the little things that, like, they were doing on camera kind of captured us because we were watching from home. But if you were in the nosebleeds, which I was, then I would have not gotten that at all. And I would have thought he was such a bland character, but instead he was so funny. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, it was a good time. You know what song I always find, like, really just, like, weird in the Hamilton Which one? musical? Um, say No to This. I love that song. Okay, it's I love the one song. of my favorite songs. I love songs. the song. But if you think about it, if you really think <laughs> about it from a feminist perspective, it just, she doesn't ask him anything. She doesn't ask him anything. She's That's like, true. hello, sir. You know, local representative (laughs) my husband beats me and i need some money could you help me please there's a lot of insinuating but it's so weird she's like he's like how do i say no to this but he she didn't ask anything there's nothing to say no to she led him to the bed let her legs spread and said stay (laughs) oh i guess she did ask (laughs) i don't know i guess she said Uh, stay it's, it's a jam it's a jam but sometimes when i listen to it i'm like I know. Me too. Sometimes I'm just like, what do you mean? You're it's saying little, the word so right crazy. now. So just say no. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Just go home. You have a wife. And, and it's it's really rapey when he's like, what is it? How do I say no to this? My God, she looks so helpless. And her body is saying hell yes. Oh I'm my like, God. Oh. Cringe. The cringe mm. is so, I know. I hate that. <laughs> so so aggressive it's like oh well okay (laughs) i was having fun and now i'm concerned (laughs) what are you doing in there (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'm curious to see if he is able to create something like new after hamilton because now he has the fame he could like if he wrote another musical it would probably be on broadway again like you'd probably guarantee that so i'm wondering if he's going to be able to do it I wonder if he's going to direct like completely the movie. new and organic. Is there a movie? Did you, did you hear they're doing a live action movie? They already no. no. It's too much. It's <laughs> I too agree. much. Stop. <laughs> I'm a Hamilton fan, but some things you have to leave sacred and yeah. one of those things sometimes are really good musicals. Yeah. Leave them on Broadway. Exactly. At least, you know, at least for like 5-10 years and then do something, but Yeah. Capture a new there's audience been too much right hype. now in too short a time like if you think of Mamma Mia you know yeah. Mamma Mia was a musical for so many years before they made it into mm-hmm, a movie mm-hmm. and I feel like that worked really well yeah you're right you're right mm-hmm. does that mean yeah, we have just a don't do it all movie coming once. soon because it was on Broadway for a while now maybe See, the hype has died down idea. enough right we're interested in yeah that. but what it comes and then to you Hamilton. can revive the show after that right yeah. because you do you do the movie and then people want to see the musical again so that's yeah, like a good idea but 
It's a lot. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. They need to leave it as a musical for now. People are yeah. still hyped about the musical. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's still excited that it's on Disney+. Plus. I wish they would do some research and just, like, talk to people who love Hamilton. Because I feel like... Oh, I feel like a lot of them would be like, yeah, a live action movie. But a lot of us, the smart ones, would be like, please, no, no you're going to kill it. God. You're going to, yeah. you're, you, you're beating a dead horse. A hundred percent. hate a that break. expression, but you are. Run away for the summer. Move upstate, <laughs> Take <a> you know? <laughs> nice. Thanks. That's really good. <laughs> that reminds me of that time when I was talking to that guy from Carlton who was on student council. <laughs> and we. <laughs> And he was talking about how the Constitution, something about the student Constitution, and I just talked to him in Hamilton lyrics for just like quoted Hamilton. a few 30 seconds, and he was like, yeah, totally. And I was like, yeah, the Constitution's a mess. And he was like, oh my god, I know, tell me about it. I was like, yeah, it needs amendment. And he was like, blah, 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 all stuff. I was like, yeah, it's full of contradictions. And he was like, I know, right? <laughs> oh, god, Amazing. so funny. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hamilton's brought us a lot of good times. It brought us entertainment on our eight-hour drive to Ottawa <laughs> and back. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We <laughs> sung the whole musical from beginning yeah, to end yeah. with no breaks. We just belted the whole thing. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a lot of fun. The time passed super quickly. The trees were really pretty. It was, like, raining a little. And there was that rainbow that one time. Do you remember that road rainbow? Yeah. Wasn't that so crazy? Yeah. It was, was just cool. rising up from the ground. So weird. Cool. Just for context, we drove from oh, yeah. <laughs> Ontario to PEI in like four days. Yeah. Oh, four days? Three days? Two days. Wait. No. Three. Ottawa? We went to Ottawa and then we went to Edmonston and then PEI. Yeah. Three days. Three days. Courtney, and three Courtney days. did all the driving too. We didn't drive. Yeah. Courtney drove. <laughs> yeah. Ahmed tried and I drove for about an hour and then it was too stressful for us and we just stopped. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No worries. That was fun though. Yeah, it was fun. Good time. Good time. Good times. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to my opinion on Lin-Manuel Miranda. Please let me know if you agree. I'm definitely going to put it in the poll this week. To see how many people, how many of our um, of our community members are fans or not fans <laughs> of Lin Manuel Miranda, not Hamilton. Hamilton is off the record, okay? Lin Manuel Miranda, what he yeah, did we know you Hamilton. love Hamilton. Yeah. like that's that's a no brainer. Exactly, <laughs> we know that. Everyone does, but Lin specifically, our boy Lin, is his name Lin Man or? Like, Lynn. what do people call him day to day? Lynn? Lynn. Okay. Can you imagine? Hey, Lynn. Uh, Man- no, Lynn Manuel is his first name. Oh, so. Oh, so it could be Manuel. But I'm sure Lynn people Manuel. don't call him like Lynn Manuel. They probably, probably call him either Lynn. I would I would call him Lynn. You know? Yeah. Lynn is cool. He's the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of name, so. Yeah, he does. It flows, though. It's like he was made for the stage. You know, when people have that name. That's just, like, famous name. Sorry. I'm on his Wikipedia. Did you know that he wrote music for Moana? Yeah. I knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. I just... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. And the musical for Moana is fire. It's so good. Have you have you seen it? No. <gasps> I have to watch it now. Courtney? I don't normally like... I don't like cartoons, so I don't normally watch animated ah, It's so um, good. Movies. Dwayne The Rock Johnson sings in it. <laughs> and he's actually good. It's so... It's amazing. It's amazing. The I don't know if that's something that I want to hear. It calls me. I shouldn't have told you it was, it was the rock. It's just some guy. It's just some water god. <laughs> just some okay, dude. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I got nothing else to do. Maybe I'll do it while I yeah. fix up you my chairs. Well, yeah. I think you should give it like at least 80% of your attention. Anyways, looking forward to hearing from everybody on the poll. <laughs> See if you agree with me on this one <laughs> let's bring it into the second half of the podcast thank you so much <laughs> thank you very much so tired full of fire talk to me i've been a mess my love you liar you in the mirror how could you let this go up in smoke We're skidding off the road again. There's no control. We're throwing hands into the air. All right, guys. Bullsend. Welcome 
to the second half of the podcast, where I'm going to be talking about my opinion this week. Um, And I wanted to talk about how I think that love languages are basically just horoscopes for couples. (laughs) Like, I get the same vibes from love languages that I do from horoscopes. Like, I think they're the same thing. But, like, love languages are just a bit more advanced. They're like, oh, you've done your horoscope work as an individual. Now it's time to level up and do love languages. (laughs) And we all know that I think horoscopes are a hoax, so I also kind of think love languages are a little bit of a hoax. But there's a lot less of love languages. I think there's only technically... How many love languages are there? Five. There's five? Okay. And there's only (laughs) five. (laughs) And there's 12 horoscopes. Excuse me. So there's a lot of places that it can get mixed up. So do you mean that the... It's a horoscope for a couple? Or f- is it, does it vary Horoscope from person to person? for love, I think. Okay. Because, okay. okay. So love languages were originally created by a, like, couples therapist. He wrote a book about it. Mm. And the original intention of, like, talking about love languages was basically to encourage people to figure out, like, what actions they can take that makes their partner happy. Yeah. That was where love languages came from. Just being like, oh, I recognize when I do this thing, they like it. So that means maybe I should do those things to show my appreciation towards that person. So that's kind of how they started. It wasn't anything to do with yourself. It was to do with your partner. That seems legit. Yeah. Which I like that seems the way that I understand it is it's a less confrontational way to tell somebody that they're not doing everything they could be you know asking somebody to like figure out what your partner's love language is is basically figuring out like what you're not doing enough of so i think it was a less confrontational way to encourage people to like recognize what they're not doing Mm -hmm. so that's how it was created and i think that's super cool and super legit but i think that like mainstream culture has kind of run away with the idea a little bit (laughs) really (laughs) because now it's like a very individualistic thing Now people are like, I am this, like my love language is gift giving and I need to find somebody else whose love language is gift giving, otherwise I'm not going to be happy. So people have, instead of as a way to learn more about the other person, they're starting to like define themselves by one love language. They've completely flipped around. Yeah. Yeah, like... I have a quick Sing- question. Single people are like, this is my love language. And if <laughs> yeah. I don't find somebody with this love language, our relationship won't work. Which is kind of like what horoscopes do. Yeah. They kind of tell you who you should be with. Yeah. And they what tell you question? if you're compatible or not. But I have a quick thing about this. Is Do your love languages need to be the exact same? Like if my love language is gift giving and yours is gift giving... Does that mean we're going to be a perfect couple? Like, or like... No. This is the thing. No, this is the thing. So there's like a little bit of research done on this. And people like misunderstand the research, I think, because the research says if you're in a relationship and you're mindful about trying to like learn more about your partner's love language, it results in like more satisfactory relationships. But there's absolutely no correlation between determining your own love language and (laughs) matching that in another person like if we're both gift giving and like we get into a relationship our relationship isn't more likely to succeed because we both have the same love language and this kind of brings me to another argument so the five love languages are words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch and i think that these are all things that you need in a relationship i don't think you can you can't be one of these things it's not one more than the other and determining exactly and determining like which love language is important to your partner is actually just determining what might be missing from your relationship because you need all of these things and what they need is what they're not getting enough of but that's interesting if somebody were to only do like gift giving you yeah. would be really unhappy if they weren't, you know, spending quality time with you, saying nice things to you, I like know. doing you things for you. Yeah. <laughs> no words you of affirmation. Be, like you would be so unhappy. And that's yeah. why I kind of think that 
we've gone a little bit too far with the idea of love languages because if you're just looking for somebody to match the love language that you are, you're going to be really unhappy because realistically, everybody is all of these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody wants all of these things, which is kind of similar to horoscopes as well. They're I feel all like things that everybody I, wants to be. I think some people genuinely don't care about gifts, though. Like, I think that maybe, like, this is just singling out gift giving, but I think a lot of people are just very not materialistic and just don't really care for gifts whatsoever. Like, my dad is like that. Like, we give him a present and he's like, Hey, <laughs> like, I don't know I what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> I think the gift giving one is interesting because I kind of think the same thing. I took like the love language. They have a quiz online. So I took the quiz earlier and it's like the questions that they ask. It's like a this or that situation. Like, is it more meaningful when someone does this or that? And the way they pose it, like no one is really going to choose gift giving. It's like, do you prefer when someone gives you a gift or when somebody like, takes time out of their day to do something really nice for you. Like, obviously, <laughs> no one's going to be like, oh, I'm the materialistic person who prefers this. Yeah, but yeah. I think that the like whole idea of the gift-giving one is more like the thought behind the gift. It's not – like, you don't need to be getting things, people like big or expensive things, but it's True. just the – I thought of this person, you know, when I was here, so I picked them up like a flower yeah. or like a pack of gum because I know that they like mint <laughs> gum or something like that. Like, I think that – is more the idea of the gift giving than okay, like buying sense. big expensive things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. So your love language can be completely different from your partner's, right? And like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Know... Okay, okay. That's what I thought because for a second there, I was just like, okay, so you are only compatible with a person who has the same love language as you. Like that seems. That's kind what of... people think. Oh, it <laughs> is. That's what people... not what it oh, is. No. Yeah, people are literally like <laughs> looking for people with the same love language as them because they think that's what it means but that's not at all what it means yeah i feel like that wouldn't work because if you're constantly just like giving each other things or constantly just like telling each other how much you love each other like that's nice words of affirmation are always nice but then it's like you sleep in separate beds (laughs) your friends yeah yeah (laughs) exactly and um there was a psychologist who was talking about this and about how like it kind of freezes you into a certain like state of mind that you are this person and like you shouldn't or you don't have to change just because like oh this is my love language so they were talking about the example with um people who are like survivors of sexual assault and people who are on the autism spectrum how if they're in a relationship with somebody and that person says that like their love language is physical touch and like Sometimes that's not going to be well received by the other party, but that doesn't mean that like you're not compatible or that you don't have an obligation to try to do something different or to try to love differently Yeah, and like accept these things in other people, which is the whole idea behind love languages is to understand your partner, not to understand yourself. Yourself. So they're saying that it kind of like, (laughs) that it kind of just like freezes you in the state of mind of like, this is my love language. This is how I love. I don't have to think another way, which isn't. Mm-hmm. yeah um, as we know that is not a growth mindset <laughs> and that keeps you in one place forever and makes you inaccessible to other forms of people and other forms of love <laughs> oh that's so sad wow how did we let it run away like this so quickly i guess people just make up their it's, own science and just like don't want it's the horoscope people i'm telling you no they were like "Ooh, let's jump on this because <laughs> you can literally take quizzes that tell you what your love language is but that's not the point point yeah the point is to to get to know people separately it's to understand another person it's not to understand yourself because realistically like you shouldn't be able to choose one of these things and say i only need to be loved that way can you imagine that can you imagine getting into a relationship and being like hello I love words of affirmation. So if you ever and say nothing anything else. mean to me, <laughs> yeah, never get me anything. Never touch don't touch me. me. <laughs> <laughs> never spend quality time with me. All I need is for you to compliment me and then leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, oh, before I like look this up today uh, for this episode. I was really confused by them and I thought that there was like something weird with me because I've always looked at the love languages and not been able to pick which one I fall into. Yeah. And I've always been like, what does that mean about me? And like, that's originally why I thought it was a hoax because I was like, I don't, 
you're like, this doesn't work for me, so it's a hoax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then I looked into it and learned that there's a lot more to it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you shouldn't really be able to pick one of these things and fall into it. This is a scam, guys. This is a scam. Love Languages is a a total scam. Um, It's really just dependent on your partner. (laughs) And you can't be selfish with them. Oh, how dare yeah. you try to be selfish with your love languages? I think it depends on the other person, too. Because what if the other person, like, hates buying things and isn't materialistic at all or something like that? Then you have to learn how to accept other kinds of love. You can't just feel... But that's, that's the point. That's the whole point of it. It's not to... Like, it's, it's literally to have nothing to do with you. It's just okay. to say, like, what does my partner need? Yeah. And I love my partner how is the best way to what is the best way to express that to them based on what they like right Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with like i need this or i want this (laughs) or i like this like it has nothing to do with that it's yeah so when people say my love language is blank that's pretty much just bullshit (laughs) yeah it is bullshit and maybe it says a little bit of something about the relationship that they're in Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. or past relationships what they were lacking yeah probably Uh, and i think the idea idea is that if like you and your partner both commit to trying to figure out each other's love language that like you're going to be fulfilling the other person's while they fulfill yours so it's like a mutual yeah kind that of makes sense. situation where you're both like focused on the other person on each other on making Not each on other yourself. Happy. yeah yeah oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh yeah maybe it's a meme Maybe people are just enjoying Maybe. the meme of the love language. It's become, like, a big thing on TikTok. I hear it a lot on TikTok about, yeah. like, love languages. And I think that people think that, like, their partner failing to recognize their love language means that, like, that person doesn't love them. Oh. And I also think that's taking it out of context a little bit because, like, love languages are basically, like, something that's not being nurtured enough in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And love languages kind of turn it into this, like, mystery that you have to, like... <laughs> search through and take quizzes to discover (laughs) but really you could just like sit down and communicate about like hey i think i need a little bit more of this right now yeah the person to say like okay great let's move on and like it doesn't need to be this whole big thing about like oh my partner doesn't understand me doesn't love me the right way Mm. you know yeah so it changes i need to take a quiz to figure out no yeah you don't who else i should love or whatever it is if Maybe we're compatible just go to the person you're with instead of going to the internet yeah <laughs> and be like hey we need some more quality time yeah that's like that's perfectly takes. normal that's not a love language like you should want to spend quality time with the person who you're with like mm-hmm. that's why you got together in the first place you want you want to get to know each other and you want to you like who you are <laughs> and like Remember also that it was something created by a relationship therapist. So it was something created by a therapist for people who are having issues in their relationship to try to work through these issues. Right. So if you're not having an issue in your relationship and like you're you're good at communicating about things, like love you don't need love languages. <laughs> you've already figured anything. it out, you don't need them. It's yeah, just something yeah. to help people figure that out if they need like that little extra push. Yeah, oh, it's just a soft way to tell you you're not meeting the yeah. other person's needs. Exactly, <laughs> Blame and it's it on an okay some thing. Love language, yeah, and it's okay thing to need and to use if you need to use that in your relationship. But like, you don't have to. You know? Yeah. Damn, guys, don't take these quizzes, especially if you're single. Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> you don't have a love language. <laughs> and I know you're saying don't take these quizzes, but, but. I, I thought it'd be really fun <laughs> to have Lydia take um, a love languages quiz because I took one this morning. What's your love morning, language? This afternoon. And my love language was quality time. Mm-hmm. Which I then like marched like, two rooms away and was like, you need to stop working, Janaid. <laughs> my love language is quality time and you're not spending quality time with me. Aww. And he proceeded to say, oh, really? And then, so. <laughs> and then continue to work. Yeah, the love languages aren't really working for us, but that's fine. Oh, Anyways. That's funny. Um, but I'm a single person. Yeah, and there is a singles love language. So Interesting. There, I mean, there's a chance that we'll stick this on the Patreon. So yeah. if you want to see the results to Lydia's love languages quiz, subscribe to our Patreon and you can watch her take this quiz. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
language is receiving <laughs> gifts. Oh my god, I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that. god, I'm a total bitch. Okay, so basically what this is telling me, right, according to the psychologist, is that this is what I'm not getting enough of in my love mm, with everybody okay. else, right? Yeah. Is that what that means? Technically? Like on so many levels, no, but sure. <laughs> what do you sure. mean? I think it because is what it means. the psychologist would say this is something created for couples who need help reconnecting. So right. they wouldn't, they would be like, no, it doesn't mean anything about you. They'd be like, get out of here. They'd be like, okay, cool. Everyone loves receiving gifts. It's fun. Yeah, facts. Like, you know, relationship <laughs> counseling, like who are you in a relationship with? Like, get out of here. <laughs> but on one level out of 100, it means that every single one of my friends needs to send me more presents. <laughs> On some level, yeah, it does mean that. On it does mean level. that you enjoy receiving gifts. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm perfectly happy with, um, yeah, physical touch being 10%. That makes a lot of sense. I'm yeah. perfectly happy with quality time at 26%, bro. That's a close, that's a very close second to receiving that's gifts. That's very close. And honestly, when you look at the love languages, if you're thinking about friendships, receiving gifts and quality time, in my head, are really the only, like, really valid ones. Yeah. Because, like, physical touch... Like, it's a little bit weird if that's your love language with friends. I'm not judging. Mm-hmm. It can totally be that, but also, okay, strange. Um, <laughs> words of affirmation. Maybe yeah. try to date that person if you're physically touching yeah. them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try to explore that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they're not your your friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, words of affirmation, like, they're sure, nice. it's nice, but yeah. it's not really something you need from a friend for them to be like... I appreciate you. you know? Yeah. I'm going to take a picture um, of this, send it to, put it on my story. <laughs> take notes, people. <gasps> acts of service. I mean, like, like acts sure, of service are but... cool, but what acts of service? Like, yeah. if you send me like food what? or something, but that's still technically receiving a gift. Like, <laughs> someone spent money on something. Yeah, exactly. You got something out of it, you know, like acts of service. Like what could they mean by acts of service? Acts of service, I think, is like defined by someone doing something for you. Like if your laundry was dirty and they did your laundry for you. Okay. But again, like I think it's not really a realistic thing to expect of friendships. Yeah. Of people that you like don't necessarily share a house with or like an intimate space with. Like Yeah. What are they gonna what what is what are my friends? Like, they're not going to walk into my house and do my laundry and I wouldn't <laughs> want them to. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so strange. Ugh. Okay. Well, I mean, that went just about as well as I thought it was going to. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Like, I got nothing out of it, pretty much, because I'm yeah. not in a relationship. And yeah, and they literally just change. Like, the questions from the singles quiz and from the couples quiz are literally the exact same. And That's they just change, like, your partner to someone I love. It is That's such a scam. such a scam. Like, oh, my God. I hate that. That's so annoying. Like, not all single people have someone they love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we're literally just chilling. Like, it's so annoying. Yeah. (sighs) And honestly, it wasn't particularly helpful. As a person in a relationship, it wasn't particularly helpful. Because the things that they give you are really hard to choose between. Yeah. And, like... That took it's me a, a really situation long time that you would through. never really have to choose That's between. That's so true. Like, yeah. yes, I want that person to do both of those. It depends yeah. on the week. Like, <laughs> literally, like, what do you need more of that week? Like, what do you need exactly, more of that day? Exactly. If you know, if <sighs> I'm in bad. the situation when there's a lot of stuff piling up, of course I want someone to do some of those things. But yeah, if but I'm you not can't... in that situation, I'm gonna prefer a gift. Like, exactly. It's hard to choose one over the other. Like. They give you completely opposite situations. Oh, my God. Not a great test. I'm not going to lie. That was not very good. Like, if anything, it made me feel like I should be in a relationship. Like, (laughs) and, like, two minutes ago, I was completely fine being single. So, I don't know. Like, I'm... Oh, no. (laughs) I guess I'm logging on to Tinder again. Thanks, 5 languages.com. I didn't mean to to trigger that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, that was a good time. It's very good to know that these things are just a scam and maybe don't believe mm-hmm. everything you read. Mm-mm. 
Someone told me that on the internet, so I believe them. <laughs> ah! Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, I mean, that was my opinion, just that. I mean, I have to agree with you. Like, that was ridiculous. Advanced horoscopes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they're not advanced horoscopes. I think they're just like. They're horoscopes for people. I think they're below horoscopes. horoscopes. Yeah, but they're just like extra, extra content for horoscope people. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. That's kind of what I meant. Like people who are like really into horoscopes, like you'll love, love languages. If you're like, hmm, I want more. Yeah, that's true. People have probably written like paragraphs of paragraphs and paragraphs on love languages for you to read (laughs) into. Oh my gosh. Maybe see a therapist. Like maybe see a couples counselor if you're like really reading into love languages. Like Mm -hmm. sit down with your partner, have a frank conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Talk, communicate. Yeah. If you need to use love languages as the tool that they were created for, all power to you. Hell but if yeah. you don't need them as that tool, you don't need them. Yeah, exactly. Don't just create them, you know? Like, I'm not going to go into a new relationship and be like, hey, my love language is presents, so you need to give me presents. Especially <laughs> if they were already... Uh, like, I feel like that would be so awkward and negative towards the relationship because then they would feel so guilty, you know, yeah. if they didn't get me anything. And it's like, no, that's not how it... Like, Oh my and God. you would also, you wouldn't be happy either if they yeah. just, like, only started getting you gifts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I would be like, I'm not some fucking, like, this is the only thing that I need to be happy. Oh, my God. And then I would feel like they're only getting gifts because I told them to get me gifts. Yeah. Not because they genuinely think of it. And I'll get random shit, like pencils. I don't need pencils. I need pens. Do not listen to me. <laughs> Guys, send Lydia pens. <laughs> How many times does she have to ask? <laughs> Don't you dare send me a pencil. (laughs) But that's an example of someone, like, not actually listening to you, but just getting you something because you told them your love language was gift-giving. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That counts. 100%. Oh. Yeah, I mean, do we have any life updates? Oh, um... Um, I had a really good weekend. I played Mario Kart for like the entire weekend with my friends. It was so much fun. I got them to learn how to play. And like, honestly, my dream weekend, like Mario Kart Wii is the best game ever invented. And it's so much fun. And I had such a good time. So, I mean. That's cute. 10 out of 10. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. (laughs) But other than that, um, no, not really. My my snowboarding, I haven't gotten back onto the snowboard since the last time I updated you guys because I've been a little busy. But next week is reading week, so you can bet that I'm going to be on the snowboard a lot. (laughs) And (laughs) um, yeah, I went to Walmart. I bought a new lamp and a candle. And it's been freaking out this entire time. So I think I have a demon in my house. Because my candle oh, like will not stop flickering. Yeah. Uh oh. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, just just the chair thing, I guess, is new with me. The scheduling in my life hasn't really worked out this week because I've been really unmotivated. So it's really easy to plan what you should do, but it's a lot harder to actually do all those things. So. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like I'm going to burp. No worries. My apologies. Better out than in. I don't understand that saying. What does that mean? I think What would happen if it was in? Have you seen that TikTok that explains that held in burps? No, sorry. Held in farts travel back up and get brought out by burps. That is 100% not true. I... (laughs) Yes, it I'm is. <laughs> almost. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that is not how your digestive. They had a works. diagram and everything. <laughs> Just because you can be like, this is all attached, doesn't mean it's true. Don't think gas travels back up through your stomach. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is the longest red light. I've ever known. All right, you guys, and that brings us to the end of our episode. 
Thanks so much for sticking around and listening to Lydia's opinion about Lynn Manuel Miranda's the fucking about Lynn worst. Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I love I Hamilton for a second. It's okay, it happens. Hamilton's great. Lynn Manuel Miranda, annoying. And if you don't agree with me, maybe I've shattered the glass for you, and now you will start to see what I see. Just think about it. Yeah. Think about it. If if you don't agree, or even if you do agree, listen to Hamilton again. Which is that thought in mind. And see what you think. Yeah. Um, and let me know what you think about love languages. Do you believe in them? Do you subscribe to them? Do you know what your love language is? You can find yes. us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. Um, you can find us on Twitter at very.unimportant.ppl. No. But V yes. instead of very. V dot unimportant. No, no dot. dot. <laughs> v unimportant. PPL. PPL. That's that's our Twitter handle. You can find yeah. us there. You can also email us. Please email us. We love getting emails. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, our email is hatersclickhere at gmail.com. Also, please don't forget to check out Keddy's. Keddy's Instagram and his Spotify. Please take a listen. His music is absolutely amazing. We love it. Um, again, Play you can us find out, links Keddie. in our description box. Yeah, so take it away, Keddy. Have a great. So tired, full of fire. Talk to me, I've been a mess, my love. You liar. You in the mirror, how could you let this go up in smoke? We're skidding off the road again, there's no control, we're throwing hands into the air. We'll slide along and slip and fall and trip and call each other names like we don't care. But we do. Oh, we do.